0: Father, we thank you this morning, Lord God, for your mercy, your grace, your love, and your kindness, Lord God. We lift you up, Lord God, today, Lord God. Hallelujah. That you may draw all men unto yourself, Lord God. We come for no other reason, Lord God. Hallelujah, 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 Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for the things that you've already done, Lord God, and the things that you are manifesting within our midst today, Lord God. We thank you for it all, Lord God. Hallelujah. Those things from the past, present, and even the future to come, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for helping us to assemble ourselves together today, Lord God. Hallelujah. To worship your name, Lord God. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord God. Father, we just ask that you would have your way, Lord God, meeting people at the point of their need as we know that you can and you will do, Lord God, this day, Lord God. Bless everyone underneath the sound of my voice, Lord God, as well as those that are on their way, Lord God. Lord God, bless our pastor from the top of his head to the soles of his feet, Lord God, and all those that is connected, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, Lord God, those that is Those things that he speaks to you about in private, Father, we thank you for rewarding him openly, Lord God. As well as those, Lord God, that is underneath the sound of my voice, Lord God, and those that is connected unto them, Lord God. We praise your name today, Lord God, giving you all honor and glory, Lord God. This day, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, let your train and your presence fill this temple today, Lord God. Have your way, Lord God, as we submit unto you, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, we pray and we thank you as we submit the rest of this service into your hands. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Put your hands together and bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen, amen, amen.
1: God
2: forever, glory to God, glory to God, forever, glory, glory to God, forever. glory to God forever. I love you. I love you forever. I love you forever. I love you Forever I love you, I love you, I love you forever, forever, I love you, forever, forever, love you, forever, one more time. I love you, I love you, I love you, forever. Let him hear you, I love you, I love you, forever. I love you, I love you we ever love, you, I love you, hallelujah hallelujah love, love hallelujah thank love you lord jesus you, you. hallelujah yeah.
1: worship him, worship the ocean hallelujah tell him tell him tell him I yeah. love
2: him hallelujah.
1: and why do we love him Did he first love thank us. you jesus how many people can testify for that how many people can say out their mouth? that the Lord loved me? First, before I was in a womb, before I was even created, before I was even a thought. He loved me before. Amen, amen, amen. Forever, Let me hear it one more time. I love you, I love you, I love you. I love
2: you forever. Forever. I love you
1: forever. Forever. I love you. Forever that sounds good. Amen, more. amen, amen. I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. I love you
2: forever. forever. I love you forever. forever. I love you forever. Forever. forever more.
1: Hallelujah, saints. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Give him worship. Give him
3: worship. Hallelujah, amen. Hallelujah, amen. Hallelujah. 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 Show your feet. Give him worship. Hallelujah. 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 God we bless your holy name amen, in
1: this place, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
3: Oh, you're worthy in this place, Jesus. Yes, hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's worthy hallelujah.
1: of the worship. Amen. Yeah. Amen.
4: Hallelujah. Woo, Jesus.
1: Jesus. Amen. Amen. Yes,
4: God. Hallelujah.
1: Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Speechless, speechless sometimes when I'm talking about the glory of the Lord. Amen. When I was walking home the other day, I saw I saw a man with a sign. and He said, please give me anything, a dollar or uh, 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 something, uh, something. I said, brother, the only thing I got for you is a prayer. Because I know that is the automatic key that unlocks your door to your gift and everything else that you need. I said, brother, Amen. let me pray for you. He said, sir. That's all I need. I said, hey, that's all you will ever need, my friend. And I prayed for him. He said, God bless you. I said, no, sir. God bless you. Yes, God bless all of us. I said, whatever gift that you have, do the same thing for every single person you come encounter to. Because when the praises go up, amen, amen to our God. Amen, our God, our God, amen. Amen, 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 God is just so good. Amen.
3: God is just so good just thinking about some things that happened for me this week. Y'all need to pray for me because I'm excited.
5: Woo! Amen.
2: Healer, awesome in power. Our God, is healer, our God, power, strong. our God, our God, our God, our God, our God, greater. our God, is our God, is our God, is. our God, our God, our 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 God, healer, awesome power, our God is greater there go. our God is stronger Lord you are higher than any other our God is healer awesome in power our God our God, our God. Worship, worship 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 Hallelujah! how many people Hallelujah. know that our God is
1: awesome our God is greater greater than your pains greater greater greater
2: Amen,
1: amen, amen. And if our God is for us, then who could ever stop us? And if our God is with us can stand against? And if our God is with us, then who could ever stop us? And if our God is with us, what can stand against? And if our God is for us, then who could ever stop us? And if our God is with us, then what can stand And if our God is for
2: yeah. us, then who could ever stop yeah. us? And if our God that's I can say it And if our God is for us, then who could ever stop us? And if our God is with then, us, then, then what can say it again? again.
4: Lord, you are higher than any other. Our God is healer, awesome and
2: power, our God. Our God. One more time. Come on. Our God is greater. Greater. Our God is stronger. Lord, you are higher than any Other. other. Our God is healer, awesome and power, our God. Our God, our God, God. And power, I got. Oh, our God, Amen.
1: Amen. Hallelujah. How many people don't
2: understand that? Thank How many you people don't Lord, know Jesus. that? Hallelujah. 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 It's greater Hallelujah.
6: than your struggle. Yes God. yes, God. Yes,
5: God. Greater than your pain. Oh,
6: God. Hallelujah. Greater Hallelujah. than your trial. Thank Hallelujah. you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Greater.
5: Maybe you yes,
1: rumor than anything that somebody talks about you when you yes, want to talk so about God. the word of the
3: living God. Yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, God.
4: Yes, oh Jesus.
3: A lot of people think they can
1: figure out things in the world by manifestation, by different things. I said, no. Bring somebody to the word of the Lord, and it will spread out. It will be greater. Than anything. Greater than any of your troubles. And as soon as people do that, they will have the greatest testimony. They will ever, ever come. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Amen, amen, amen. I'm sorry, Saints. Me and sister we had a good, glorious time on Friday. It was great.
5: Woo, woo. It was a great time. It was a great time. It was a
1: great time. It was a great time.
2: i Overcomer, overcomer, oh yes, Lord, I'm an overcomer, I'm an overcomer. By the blood of the Lamb, by the blood of the Lamb, and by the words, and by the words by my testimony. of my testimony, testimony, testimony. Overcomer, oh man, overcomer, I'm an overcomer. Of the lamb and by the, words, and by the word the blood. of my testimony, testimony. overcome. Lord, I'm an overcome. Word. I'm an overcome by the blood of the lamb, by the blood of the lamb, and, the words, and by the word of my testimony. testimony. Testimony, he rescued me, testimony, he set me free, testimony, oh he loved me, testimony, testimony. he rescued me, I got a testimony, he saved me, testimony, he saved me. Testimony. testimony, testimony Oh, he saved me Testimony, oh, he delivered me Testimony, testimony. he rescued me that's the word testimony. of my testimony. testimony Testimony, I'm an overcoming, y'all yes. testimony. testimony, I'm an overcoming, y'all Testimony. I'm an overcomer, y'all. And that's the word, I'm a word of my testimony. I'm an overcomer. Testimony. Oh, yes, Lord, I'm an overcomer. Testimony. I'm sorry, I'm an overcomer. Testimony. I'm a winner, yeah. And that's the word. Overcomer, by the blood of the Lamb, by the blood of the Lamb, and
4: that's the words of my testimony. Overcomer, He
2: saved me. I'm an overcomer. He rescued me by the blood of the Lamb, and by the word. Testimony, testimony. Oh. testimony, oh yes, oh yes, a testimony.
1: Testimony, i testimony.
2: testimony. I walk in the and that's the word counted my testimony. I'm an overcomer, testimony, Lord, I'm an overcomer. Testimony. I'ma overcome you. And that's the word that's the words of my testimony. Of my testimony overcome. Trust in him. Who he wants to Testimony. See what the Lord will, will do. Lord.
0: Testimony.
2: Trust in Him and He will do it for you. And, and that's, that's the word. That's the word. Of my testimony. My testimony. Testimony. Testimony, Lord, testimony, and that's the word of my testimony. Overcomer, mm, I'm an overcomer, I'm an overcomer. overcomer by the blood of the Lamb, by the words. and by the word. Testimony, overcomer. I'm an overcomer by the blood of the Lamb and by the words of my testimony. Hallelujah! 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
5: Hallelujah hallelujah oh,
3: the of
1: the oh, who remembers where they were yes, and now what are you hallelujah. an overcomer, overcomer. Yes, God. Hallelujah. the past doesn't matter but the future does Thank you, Jesus. Yes,
3: hallelujah. 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 he rescued you
1: he delivered you, set you on the right path. How many people can say that? How many people in this building can say that? How many people can say that? Protected you when you're young, you doing your nonsense. One thing I always say, we're boomerang kids. The Lord go ahead and throws us out there so we can go ahead and test the market. But he catches us right back. makes us an overcomer for his plan, for his glory. Amen.
5: The
3: land, and, by the words, and by the words of my testimony. Hallelujah! 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 We're overcome. Hallelujah! 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 Can I just say something real quick? Hallelujah!
4: God is just Yes. Hallelujah.
3: God is just amazing in my life. Yes. He lets me know that I'm more than a conqueror. More than a winner. Straight up winner. Yes. You go in on a job not really expecting more than what you we're hired to do but you go in and you do what God expects you to do it's not just when you at church Amen. it's not just when you in a specific place it's everywhere you go yes. it's everything that you do
4: Woo, Jesus <laughs>
3: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Go ahead, Mother.
5: When I checked my blood sugar, it was
6: 357. Jesus. So I took my insulin, and I ate me something, but evidently I didn't eat enough. On the way out the door, the Holy Spirit said, go back, get you a snack. So I went back in the room and I fixed me a little snack and put it in my purse. And I got here, I started feeling funny. So I checked it before service while they was uh, praising the Lord. It was 63. (laughs) But I was able to walk back there. Deacon Timothy came back and wanted to know if I was all right. So I told him what was going on. But it seemed like even after the snack, my blood sugar kept dropping and dropping. And while you were singing that song Jesus. about he's a healer, mm-hmm. and I overcome yes. by the blood of the Lamb, yes. hallelujah, and the word of my testimony, I began to feel the hand yes. of God touched me. Hallelujah, I was supposed to pray And I thank God for the leading of the Holy Spirit Because I wasn't even able to stand I was so shaky, I was so weak And a little bit incoherent But you know what While sitting here God has touched me Hallelujah My sugar is normal Hallelujah Hallelujah I'm a living witness That God will do What he
4: said he would do
3: Hallelujah. Hallelujah!
7: Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you. Yes, oh God, oh God, oh God. How many of y'all in here know like Mother said, God would do what he said he would do. How many know that God would open windows and pour out blessings that you cannot handle. My wife and I, we have been for the last, say, nine years trying to save a little penny here and a little penny there so we could purchase a house. (laughs) I found out about a month ago, that I had a blessing that I hadn't even used yet. It was just sitting there waiting on me. I didn't been to all the places trying to get along here and there with the income that we have, you know, everybody saying no. And then the government stepped in and said, Hey, we got something for you over here. Something that you ain't even came and asked us about. Jesus they made. I was in the service over 40 years ago and didn't know that I had a loan that was especially for me. So I talked to the VA man and they, they ran my credit check and everything. I got a beautiful credit check and everything. He said, don't worry about it, Mr. Johnson. You okay? So so they gave me a loan for $250,000. And now my wife and I, we're looking out southeast for a place. We can't believe it. Just out of nowhere, it, it came up. But, hey, I learned, as I talked to the Lord, I learned that God told me, he told me, he said, the day I pulled you out the window. Amen, amen. You were the first blessing for you. <laughs> Just keep doing what you're doing for me. And everything will be all right. Yes, amen. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah.
1: Praise
4: the Lord, everybody. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord, everybody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He is worthy to be praised. Hallelujah! I just want to take this opportunity to say thank you from the bottom of the Marshall family's heart that you guys prayed for my nephew. It was looking real bad there for a minute, but as bishops say, that's the fact, but that's not the truth. We came together as a family, and we prayed, and we prayed. Saturday... Justin was released from ICU. He's off the ventilator. Thank God, Jesus. He's off the ventilator. He's in the regular room. He's sitting up talking to us like ain't nothing happened. He was in an induced coma for two weeks. His lungs was giving up on him and everything was going wrong. But we said, no, we can't doubt God now. We know somebody who can heal those spots on his lung. He can heal those. And use that. Justin for his purpose for his good. So I just want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you for praying for him because he is out of ICU and he's looking on to brighter days. Thank you. Thank you again for those who prayed. And also, I don't think nobody knew about this, but a few people, but my living situation that went real bad, real bad. I was scared to be in my house. It just bad. So I said, Lord, what do I do what do I do when I say God open up doors things were happening in seconds not days in seconds yesterday I went downstairs and I said oh this is too much for me Lord what do I do he had me call a place that I didn't even think I could afford I called him I wouldn't have showed up Filled out the paperwork the girl went back, came back. I said, Oh, you came back too quick. She said, Oh, you're approved. 30 seconds. No problem. I move on Tuesday. Don't tell me what God wants you. God yeah. will make a way for you. If you bless Him, He'll bless you. Oh, my God. God has just been so good. When I say He turned that thing around so fast, so fast, even to break my lease, it's costing me quite a bit. <laughs> But on Thursday, God gave me that money back. He gave it all back to me. Amen. It ain't cost me much to move in. When God's in it, there is no limit. Always remember that. When God is in it, hey, glory. There is no limit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
2: Thank you.
3: my strength yeah. Yeah. I have to yeah. and I walk in the door
8: Elder Johnson, he's blessing Cynthia, he's blessing Mother Jordan. That means that he's on our block. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! That means he's on our street. means that I can prophetically speak I can prophetically testify of how God brought me out because he's still in the blessing business when we learn to get excited for each other If you're standing in need right now, I dare you to celebrate God for your victory. I dare you to tell the devil,
3: after everything
8: you've done, I still have the victory. be seated. When we allow ourselves to remain focused on he that is the center of it all we don't get Distracted by the deliverance, we don't get distracted by the prosperity, we don't get distracted by the healing, but we stay focused on He that is the center of it all. When you keep your eyes on Jesus, you'll find that He's not a healer. He is healing. He's not a deliverer. He is deliverance. He's not prospering. He is prosperity. He's not giving peace. He is peace. He's not giving life. He is life. So when you begin to see what is at the center, you'll find that everything you need is already centered in you. Hallelujah. And this is why you can testify of the goodness of the Lord. sometimes we wait to say what God has done but do you not know that God has empowered you to prophetically utter we, we think that we only testify after the fact you know like when crime happens and the police come after it is over We want the police to be there before. Amen. Amen. Do you know that because God, who is not confined by anything, dwells in you, that you don't have to wait to get to the victory that is promised you. You can testify. Of how you got over before you get over, because if you're in Him, you are already over. Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
8: Yes, sir. We 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 keep waiting to tell folk what God has done. I. I dare some of you to tell... It's good to tell folk because we overcome by the word of our testimony. The testimony of what God has done helps our brothers and sisters. Amen? And and that's all wonderful, but... I dare you to begin to testify to the devil. I dare you to start testifying to every spiritual power that's standing against you. You see, because they've come in with a strategy... To prevent you from getting to your destiny. But you have to testify that nothing shall stop me from getting to my destiny. While they're out there telling you all the stuff they're going to do to you. You ought to tell them what God has already done for you. You have to understand that you're standing in authority. When you speak in the power of the word of God. It does not matter what has occurred before you uttered God's word. Because he is the butt that the enemy can't stand. Because you know what happens after the but. You know what happens after the but. Everything that came before it is canceled. So while you re- remembering everything that came before it, you ought to stand up and emphatically declare, but, <laughs> y'all, y'all, y'all awfully docile this morning hallelujah <laughs> but you know people are dying today because of COVID yeah, that the likelihood of life after entry into ICU with COVID having to be on a respirator the likelihood of of continued life. Is slim and nil. When you are infected. To that degree. And you go into ICU. It's, it's really not to bring you through. It's really to try to make you as comfortable. As can. Because they're expecting. That you're not going to pull through. <laughs> but when. When. You begin to cry on the name of the Lord. All right. yes, when you begin to call on the name of the Lord,
3: Woo. Jesus. Uh-huh. Jesus. Uh-huh. Woo. Hallelujah.
8: Hallelujah. I, I, I got the word, and all I could do is just call on, on the name Jesus. of the Lord. Yes. You see Justin had tubes and stuff going down his throat and in his nose. He he couldn't call on the name of the Lord for himself. So sometimes you have to be connected with the right people who are brave enough and courageous enough to just simply call on the name of the Lord for you. And we called on the name of the Lord and the testimony came this morning. All right, you see, ICU brought him in to transition him to death. But we sent Jesus in to the ICU to pull him back out because it wasn't his time yet. doctor said it don't look good (laughs) it don't look good don't look good but the report of the Lord Jesus said it looked just fine to me but will they believe me Will, will they believe me Let let me show them something. Let me show them. Let me remind them of who I am. You you know, I, I love God. God sometimes is really showy. Yeah, he likes to put stuff on bling. Amen. To remind you of just what he is capable of. Some of you may feel like you're on life support. You may feel like you're on life support. But I'm here to tell you, if you hold on to Jesus, you grab a hold of Jesus and don't let him go. Don't let him go. Hold on. Yes, sir. There's nothing the enemy can do To break you. Hallelujah. There is nothing that the enemy can do that will break you. Hallelujah. 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 Well, Let's pray over the offering. For those of you that are online, if you want to be a blessing to this ministry, and we're asking that you, if you can, please do, go to our website at www.graceandmercyfc.com. And please use our donate button and be a blessing to this work we are believing god the enemy is doing everything he can to stop this work he's doing everything he can to keep the truth of the gospel from being preached hallelujah but i'm asking if you can and will please donate to this work the money does not come to me anyone here can testify and be a witness This isn't about putting money in my pocket. This is strictly about the work of the ministry. Meeting our needs and doing the things necessary to sustain this building and still be able to be a blessing to the community in which God has planted us and have the outreach to minister across the world. So if you can and will, please use that donate button and be a blessing to uh, this ministry. Those of you that are here... Because of COVID, things have changed dynamically for us. And I'm asking that if you can and will, please see what you can do to sacrifice to be a blessing to this work. Hallelujah. So that we might again testify. That we might again testify. That the enemy tried to financially break us and he couldn't. He tried to break our morale, but he couldn't. He tried to break our bond, but he couldn't. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm believing God for this work. Hallelujah. Let's look to the Lord. Father, the seed that has been sown, let it be a blessing to this house used for your purpose, meeting the need of this place. Father, Lord, in the name of Jesus, stretch it even as you did the fish and the loaves, that as that fed thousands, this would meet every need, that we might use it for your glory and for your purpose. We thank you for those that are giving even now while I'm praying, who are using technology to be a blessing to us. Father, allow us to continue in this vein to be a blessing to them, speaking your word of truth not being afraid to just declare what you have said because what you have said is so. We thank you right now. Meet every giver, even those that are sacrificing to give. Father, bless them and meet them. Testimony has already gone forth of how you are expanding and moving and making ways and giving approvals where there should not have been any giving opportunity, opening doors, making things that seemed out of touch brought within our sphere of control. Father, we thank you now that even as you've done this for many within this work, you will continue to show yourself strong in our behalf. We thank you right now for every giver, every sower in the name of Jesus. The people of God said, Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, I don't want to hold you long today. I do want to speak a word of truth into your life. Mother, you would, um, for those of you that, that don't know, you know, I celebrated my 53rd birthday this weekend and I thank God for 53 years of my wife uh, being such a beautiful beautiful woman of God knowing the desires of her husband allowed me to spend most of my birthday weekend on the golf course and Mother Jordan you know for those of you that don't know we have an inside joke here at GMFC that uh, God's got jokes. And one thing that I really want to do on the golf course is hit a hole in one. I've been playing for about 11, 12 years, and my game has gotten pretty decent. And the one thing that I have not done that people that are less skilled than me have done is hit a hole in one. And so the joke has always been that God's got jokes. So when I hit my hole-in-one, I won't even be able to enjoy my hole-in-one, because that's when the rapture will come, and we'll be out of here. So the joke is always, when I go out to play, don't hit a hole-in-one. I was reading the comments, and people wishing me happy birthday, and uh, we thank the Lord for that, and for them, and... One of the comments from mother was, it ain't time for your holding one yet.
5: Yeah.
8: <laughs> what she was saying was, we got stuff still to do. Don't yes, be calling God. on the rapture. Yeah, on Hallelujah. But I just I just want you to know we had a rapture scare. We got a, we had a rapture scare on on uh, Saturday. We had a rapture scare. <laughs> that close so i just want you to know that if you teetering on the line i'm letting you know god's been bringing me closer and closer and closer amen so you might you might want to make sure you as they say let's get right and let's go home hallelujah but we thank the lord again for the blessing uh, of family and friendship and um, for the love that you guys have shown me and the comments and the words and the well wishes and prayers. and I truly thank each and every one of you for that. Last week, uh, we were talking about the tale of two cities and we want to conclude today that lesson. And we spent a lot of time talking about uh, in visualizing the difference between the approach of Abel to God, and the approach of Cain to God. And we left off talking about the right approach, which was Abel's approach. We want to talk today about a misguided approach to God. I've noticed as I watch church culture, we are as a culture slipping further and further away from the proper approach to God. We've made God so common that we treat him, uh, in a sense, not at the level that we should. We don't revere or have the level of reverence for God that we should. We have reverence for each other in a sense that for some of us, some, in some instances, we will act one way while we're in front of each other, but if somebody else in our sphere, in our intimate connection of, uh, of family or friends, they may have a different story to tell about how you act outside of the presence of those for which we want to put on that facade uh-huh. or wear that church mask. We cannot, though we may fake the funk with each other, cannot fake the funk with God.
5: That's right.
8: And I would be wrong if I did not express to you that there is an unacceptable way to approach God. And because God is holy, just, and righteous, when we approach him outside of who he is, the example of God is your approach will be rejected. Now I know that we, we have shrouded our desire to do what we want, say what we want, feel what we want under the guise of grace as if grace gives us the ability to act any way we choose and still have the approach to God as if everything is A-OK. Grace is not the empowering force so you can live the way you feel like living. It's the empowering force for you to live the way God declares you should live. And when you live according to the word of God, when the word of God is exemplified in your life, your approach to God will never be rejected. But let's talk about Cain for a minute. What is it that makes Cain's offering Unacceptable in the eyes of God when if man looks at Cain's approach, we would try to qualify his approach. We would try to justify his heart position. We would try to say that his approach wasn't really bad. He was still trying to do something good. But why is it that his offering is considered by God unacceptable and not just unacceptable, but it was rejected. Well, note what Cain does. There's, There's two things that Cain does that gives us a clue into how not to approach God. Cain offered only produce to God. Produce is the result of his own mind, his own hands. He approached God based upon what he has done. Look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, what you do, what you do don't, matter. don't matter. We put a lot of weight on the things that we do when we approach God as if what we do in some way quantifies our approach and qualifies our request. We oftentimes in prayer sometimes we will go to God and we will pray things in line of, Father, this is what I have done, the work of my hands. That which I have brought forth. I have given my tithes. I've been faithful. I've gone to every service. I've supported missions. I've supported outreach. Every time the church needs something, I'm there. Every time a sick person from the church has been in the hospital, I'm there. I read my Bible. I study. I spend time with you. And that's how we approach God. We approach God as if that has somehow qualified us to be in the presence of God, asking God for something that we desire for ourselves. Uh, There's a right way and a wrong way to approach God. What God is trying to get us to see is what you have produced means nothing in the sense of qualification between you and he. The second thing that Cain did not offer, which is what Abel offered, the animal sacrifice or a substitute life to God. So Cain does not approach God through the sacrifice of an innocent life. Why would Cain not approach God through the sacrifice of an innocent life? Well, the answer to this question, because it is the just being condemned for the unjust because the just took upon himself that which made the unjust unjust so that the unjust could be just just like the just became unjust. Why would that be necessary? Well, the wonderful thing about God is he always tells us. You see, the New Testament tells us that Cain did not do what Abel did, which was seek to be acceptable to God. Seek the righteousness of God through the sacrificial offering of an innocent life. Hebrews 11 and 4, By faith Abel offered to God a more excellent sacrifice, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous. You see, when he approached God in the system that God established, It was what God did that made the sacrifice of Abel acceptable and the approach of Cain unacceptable. Because Cain said, God, what you did was not good enough. So let me show you what I have done. You see, Cain, who was of that wicked one, the man that slew his own brother, And wherefore slew he him because his own works were evil and his brothers righteous. 1 John 3 and 12. He was seen as unrighteous. So when we approach God in the things that we have done, we are approaching God in an unrighteous manner which cannot be in the presence of God. I want you to understand what happened on the cross. On the cross, for God to look at us, our sin had to be removed from us because God has no part with sin. So he sends his son who becomes sin. He became sin so that we could become righteous so that we could approach God because only that which is holy can be in the presence of a holy God and so he desired for us to be in his presence so he qualified us by removing the very thing that prevented us from being in his presence So he put it, he substituted our sin for his righteousness through the sacrifice of his own son. So when we approach God outside of the confine of that sacrifice, we reject the security of the righteousness that's given us in Christ. And we again take upon ourselves the unrighteous standard which cannot stand in the presence of God. Of God, you see, Cain wanted to use a different way, a different approach to God, and for some reason, he brought the fruit of his own hands to God. He, he wanted God to accept him because of the hard work and labor that he had done, because he worshiped and gave offerings to God. Well, why would Cain approach God like this? Was Cain reacting against the bloody sacrifice of animals as an approach? To God saying that uh, it was unnecessary for man to approach God or to acquire the righteous standard, Scripture definitely says this, because he, he just did not believe, not like Abel, that the sacrifice the sacrificial offering of an innocent life was the way to approach God, as declared in Hebrews 11 and four. If he would have offered a sacrifice to God, the way God had established his sacrifice would have been received of God just like his brother. So does Cain think that giving God the best of his own mind, the best of his own work, the best of his own fruit was a better way to approach God? Is Cain seeking to establish a different way Into God? My Bible tells me there's only one way. I know this isn't politically correct and this isn't popular today, but there's still only one way into the presence of God, and that is through Jesus. That's right, sir. This is exactly what Scripture says. Scripture says that Cain was a false teacher who sought to establish a false way to God. In fact, Scripture calls all false approaches and ways to God the way of Cain. Jude 11. Jude 4. If you, if you want to uh, find the, the not way to approach God, approach God outside of Jesus. And you are guaranteed to not have an audience with the King. Note what Scripture says: For there are certain men, false teachers, crept in unawares—that's quietly, secretly—secretly, who were before of old ordained to this condemnation. Ungodly men, turning the grace of our God into lasciviousness, and denying the only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ. Woe unto them! For they have gone in the way of Cain, Jude 4 and 11. They have gone in the way of Cain. So when I hear people say there are multiple approaches or multiple ways into the throne room of God, I cringe because there's not. Matter of fact, the Bible not only says there's only, that there's only one way, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but by me. But the Bible also declares that narrow is the road. Yes, sir. When you say there's more than one way, that means that there's multiple lanes. How many of you have ever been on a one lane road that has uh, travel in both directions? You can't, you can't both go. And most of the time, a single lane flows in one direction. There's only one way to see God. You see, Cain's worship is a false worship. I'm charged of God to tell you that when you approach God outside of his design, your worship is false. The enemy can cry with the best of them. He can be moved emotionally with the best of them. He can put on a fancy suit or a nice dress. He can hick a messiah, tie him aside, come time a bow tie with the best of them. But his approach is unworthy of God. When we Try to qualify our approach to God in our own way, with our own works, based on our ideas and our theology, some other approach than through Jesus, I am charged of God to declare to you today, your approach will be rejected. This is the time when you will be greeted by the angel at the door that says your approach is denied. Your access to the throne room is rejected. You can only access through Jesus. You see, God rejected Cain's offering because Cain did not approach Through the sacrifice. And just as Adam and Eve and Abel and all of us need the approach of God. We need to approach God properly. Cain needed innocent righteousness. A life that could bear his sin for him. And stand before God as the righteousness necessary to be in the presence of a righteous God. Cain also need, needed the sacrifice of an innocent or righteous life that could stand before God as the substitute for the sin that he committed so that his sin could be judged. You see, we have this idea that somehow some way the sin is not judged. The sin was judged. Your sin was judged. God didn't just remove your sin. And, and, and put righteousness on you. He judged your sin. When he removed it. There was penalty for that sin. Because God cannot lie. And he said to Adam. That if you do this. You shall surely die. And that's exactly what happened. Jesus. Died. To satisfy the judgment against your sin. Yeah. Amen. You. you see, Cain needed what we need, and that's faith. He needed to believe in God's way. He needed to accept God's approach to himself. And that approach is only through Jesus. I want you to understand that there is... In no way that you can earn, win, or merit salvation. I hear people saying all the time, oh, I'm not worthy of all the things that God has done. You might as well just stop saying that. That's a given. That's in court what they call um, an accepted statement. There's a legal term for it. I can't, the the actual term is escaping me. I wish my my baby sister was here. She would tell me. but it's a, it's a type of thing that is just accepted for what it is. Uh, it's accepted on its own merit in court. They don't argue it. They don't try to qualify it or, or disqualify it. it. It is what it is, and it's accepted. So they don't, they don't talk about it. You don't need to run around and talk about how, how unworthy you are because actually you are worthy in Christ Jesus. Because it has nothing to do with you and everything to do with him. When when you sidestep who he is, is when you get into all the muck. But if you stay centered on Christ, you'll find that you're worthy of a whole lot. But we cannot approach God through our own Work our own energy, our own effort, our own religion, our own ceremony, our own ritual. And and, and there's clearly evident reason for this, and that is the lack of perfection that is in us. Romans 3 and 23, we have all sinned and come short of the glory of God. You see, we have a sin problem and a death problem. That has to be taken care of before we can ever be acceptable to God. So God took care of our problem with his sacrifice through his son. Jesus takes our sin upon himself and he allows judgment to come for that sin. He dies for that sin. This is the sacrifice of the innocent which symbolizes... What Cain rejected in the garden. You see, Abel believed God. He believed that the death or the blood of the sacrificial animal covered his sin. And because of this, God accepted him because of his faith. You see, Jesus had not yet come. So in this time, God was getting, he was conditioning man just like the devil's conditioning man right now. The devil's conditioning you to begin to think a certain way, to see, perceive a certain way, so that when certain things begin to happen, it's going to be okay. And you'll just readily accept it. God was conditioning mankind to understand the necessity that his judgment be carried out. So God accepted him because, he had, because Abel had faith and approached him based upon what God has done. Romans 5, 8 through 9, but God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us, judgment taken care of. Much more than being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. Hebrews 9 and 22 tells us something that's very important. Without the shedding of blood, there is No remission. Without the sacrifice, there's no forgiveness. 1 Peter 1, 18 through 19. For as much as ye know that ye were not redeemed with corruptible things. That's silver and gold. That's your work. From your vain conversation. That's empty behavior and conduct. That's what some of us are doing right now in church. We speak nice in church and we go home and we cuss everybody out. And we think that we want people to believe that the real me is what they saw in church. When in actuality, the real me is who I am at home. That's right. yeah. We fool no one but ourselves. 1 Peter 1... 1- Uh, 18 through 19 goes on to say. Received by tradition from your fathers. But with the precious blood of Christ. As of a lamb without blemish. And without spot. God knew we, knew we, we wouldn't be able to get it right. Because we're imperfect. So he who knew no sin. Became sin. For us. That we who knew no righteousness. Could become righteousness. In him. You see, God will not accept us outside of Jesus. Jesus is the only way. He's the promised seed. He's the Savior of the world. Before Christ came, the person who truly believed in the promised Savior approached God through the sacrifice of an innocent uh, animal. An animal without blemish, without spot. But since Christ has come, we who believe in him... Truly believe, know that he himself is the great lamb of God who was sacrificed for our sin. You see, God has never accepted any person, Old Testament, New Testament, before Christ or after Christ, apart from the shedding of blood. You can read it cover to cover. You will not find one place where God accepted a man outside of a sacrifice outside of the blood of an innocent life because this was the picture of the coming savior and the necessary death the shedding of his blood for us you see the blood of Christ himself had to be shed for all people through all generations of human history to be saved had Jesus not come those who died in faith would have no way to get into heaven. Jesus had to come. He had to judge sin. What did the old sacrifice do? It covers. You know, it does like sometimes I used to do when first lady would come visit me when I was young. And I was trying to impress her. And I just kicked all my stuff into the closet and closed the door and said don't go in that room it covered it masked what was there this is what the high priest would do every year they would go into the holy of holies and they would sacrifice to cover the sin of the nation cover 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 Jesus did not cover your sin. He removed your sin. He removed it. It's gone. There's nothing to sweep under the rug. There are no skeletons in the closet. Jesus removes sin and replaces sin with righteousness. Romans 5, and 6, For when we were yet without strength, in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. John 1 and 29, The next day John seeth Jesus coming unto him and saith, Behold, the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world. He took it away. What did the old saints do? 1 Corinthians 5 and 7, Purge out therefore the old leaven, that ye may be a new lump. Look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, it's time to be a new lump.
5: It's
8: time to be something different than what we've been. We are harming ourselves. We are preventing the abundant life that God has promised us when we live outside of Christ. You cannot live in Christ one day and out Christ another. I know
5: that's right. That's right.
8: You cannot on Sunday be a Christian or believer. Uh-huh. And on Sunday evening be a heathen. Come on, come on. You deceive yourself. Jesus gave himself for our sins, that he might deliver us from this present evil world according to the will of God our Father. There have been two scriptures thus far in Genesis that deal with the sacrifice of animals. And these two scriptures are very significant in the early life of the history of man as recorded in Genesis 3 and 21 and 4, 2 through 5. Genesis 3 and 21, Genesis 4, 2 through 5. And in both of these cases, an animal was sacrificed. In the first case, the animal's life was given up to clothe Adam and Eve, which symbolizes our need to be covered by God in righteousness Through the sacrifice of another. In the second case, the animal life was given up as an act of worship. And the clearest explanation as to why Abel offered an animal sacrifice and was approved by God is that God did institute salvation by animal sacrifice with Adam and Eve. So Adam and Eve were bound to have taught their children the approach to God through the sacrifice, the sacrifice of an animal, but only Abel approaches God properly. Cain, as so many of us do and have done down throughout human history, rebel and do not approach God properly. You see, some look upon the Old Testament sacrifices, animals, as ugly, as repulsive, as something that's awful. It's like, where was Peter back then? We call this kind of approach to God a bloody religion. We reject the blood of Jesus. We reject his death. We reject his cross. We even reject his life. We turn away from the sacrifice of his death to the teachings of his life. And we, we claim to follow his teaching, but approach God... Through a pattern of conduct and goodness and ritual and ceremony and religion that is based upon our own teaching. We do exactly what Cain did. We offer God the best of ourselves what we have produced by the work of our own hands. Man just feels a little more humane, a little more civil by denying the blood of Christ for the sins of the world. So to reject what is sometimes called a bloody religion makes a person feel more acceptable in a so-called civilized society. So there's two things you need to focus on and I will close with these. The cross should be viewed as repulsive. Repulsive. The cross should be viewed as repulsive. I've often told believers stop kneeling at the cross. Jesus is not on the cross. Jesus is not at the cross. You see... The cross, in truth, is a symbol of sin and shame. Yes, sir. Yes. Yes, sir. We have so many people that spend so much time in a place where Jesus is not crying unto somebody who's not there. Uh-huh. Wondering why they can't get their victory. Uh-huh. You see, hanging upon the cross... God's very own son bears our sin and the sins of the world. Sin and shame are always repulsive. And the fact that God's son hung there and becomes sin for us should be abhorrent. Nothing could be any more distasteful than what actually happened. What actually happened. Now, I know that the world is desensitizing your ability to see horrible things so that what you once could not look at, you will look at for longer periods of time. But the cross should not be something that you look at. The cross should repulse you. You see, the cross should be viewed Not for what we view it as, but viewed as glorious. While we don't pray to the cross, but what took place on the cross. You see, the cross is just a symbol of life and the representation of forgiven sin. You see, through the cross, God gloriously reconciles you and I back to himself. So much comes through the glorious work of the cross. Paul declares, God forbid that I should glory save even the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. Stop kneeling at the cross. The cross is a sign of your shame. But receive it for what it is a glorious statement, too, of your victory. Celebrate the work of the cross, not the cross. Celebrate what Jesus did on the cross, not the cross. The Hebrew descriptive picture of Cain's reaction was that he was burned with anger. In other words, he wasn't just unhappy, but he had a ferocious anger. His face and his countenance fell, and he was downcast. You see... Cain was furious, he was full of rage, he was full of malice, and his face showed it. He walked around looking downcast and deeply disappointed. You see, Cain was upset that God uh, didn't accept his worship. He didn't bless his worship. He was angry because he could not approach God and worship God the way he wanted because he was told that he was not acceptable to God if he did not worship God through the sacrifice of an innocent life. You see, he should have been angry not at God, but at himself for his own unbelief and his own hypocrisy. You see, Cain was the one at fault. He was the one who had disobeyed God and approached God in his own strength after his own works based upon his own power. And as soon as he felt his face and countenance fall, he should have fallen to his knee and begged God for forgiveness and repented for his unbelief and his own hypocrisy. But Cain does what so many so called believers do we get angry. And since you can't do nothing to God, you take it out on your brother or your sister. You see, Cain was filled with rage filled with envy and jealousy against his brother. This is why I told you earlier when you're hearing these testimonies that are going around, you have to understand God is in your neighborhood. If he's blessing people in this place, he's in your neighborhood because you're in this place and you ought to celebrate the things that God is doing. But too many of us, we get mad and we get jealous and we get envious of what God is doing in our brother or sister's life and we got the nerve to ask the question, well why? Why he blessing her? I know what she did three weeks ago. I, I, know, I know where she was at and who she was with. I've just been praying and on my knees and, 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 you know, doing what I'm supposed to do. Why God blessing her? She, she a heathen. The nerve of God to bless her like that. God, I know God's omniscient, but somebody better check his eyesight because it's got to be 2040 now because he missed something if he's blessing her. This is the way we act. We get mad. God, I got problems. Why? I still got problems and everything working out for her. Every door opening for her, but they slamming in my face. What's wrong, God? I don't understand. This is what we do we reject and approach God in our way rather than his way. This causes us to despise our brothers and sisters. Cain despised Abel. He was furious because Abel was full of assurance and confidence. Because Abel had done exactly what God had said. And because of it, Abel was richly blessed. Now, Cain should have been angry at himself, he should have repented, he should have begged God for forgiveness. But he refused to do that and he reacted instead. Psalm 37 and 8, cease from anger and forsake wrath. Fret not thyself in any wise to do evil. I might know stuff about you and why in my own estimation you should not be blessed. But I'm not God. I don't know why God's blessing you. My responsibility is to be happy that he's blessing you. Not mad. I should be happy that God is opening doors in your life. I should be praying that these are things that testify and witness to you of the love that God has for you. So that your life, whatever I think I know about you, might change. I should be... Prompting God. God, keep blessing her. Keep blessing him. They're, they're going to get there. I know they messed up, but Father, you forgave them or that anyway. So it doesn't matter. Bless them so that they'll be who you've called them to be. Let me support them. Let me love them. Let me bless them. This is what I should be doing. But he that is soon angry dealeth foolishly and a man of wicked devices is hated. He that is slow to anger is better than the mighty. And he that ruleth his spirit than he that taketh a city. Matter of fact, Proverbs tells us in 22 and 4, make no friendship with an angry man. And with a furious man, Thou shalt not go. You hear that, ladies? With a furious man, thou shalt not go. What God is saying is if he's acting crazy while y'all are dating, you need to keep on stepping. Because as soon as you say, I do, he's going to, I do, upside your head. Yeah. There's all kinds of scriptures that deal with staying away from angry and mad people. Hallelujah. And if you are an angry person, I want you to focus on Matthew 5 and 22 but I say unto you that whosoever is angry with his brother without a cause shall be in danger of the judgment and whosoever shall say to his brother Raka shall be in danger of the council but whosoever shall say Thou fool shall be in danger of hell fire look, look at your name God ain't playing God is not playing You see, false worship is serious business. False worship testifies of your real unbelief. But God was still willing to forgive Cain. He was still willing to forgive Cain. In fact, God wanted Cain to repent and to approach him through the sacrifice. God was not willing for Cain to perish. Not without God first reaching out and trying to save him. Matter of fact, God drives some points home to the heart of Cain. If you do what is right, you will be accepted. Just do what is right. I mean, the simplicity of the gospel is ridiculous. Just do what is right. I love it when God starts asking questions. Why are you angry? Why is your face all twisted? Why are your lips poked out? Because he always answers the questions that he asks. Because he asks Cain, why are you angry? Why is your countenance downcast? And then he asks him this question, answering the first two questions that he asks. If you do what is right, will you not be accepted? You see, God often uses questions to stir us, just like he did to stir Cain to think about right and wrong worship. About the right and wrong approach to God. About the right and wrong offering to secure God's approval. God's approval is secured through Jesus. That's right. But God longed for Cain to repent and to bring The right sacrifice to him, to approach him the right way. You see, if you do not do what is right, then sin lies at the door. Doing right means approaching God properly, just like you should. Abel's approach through the sacrifice of an animal was doing right. So he worshiped and approached God in a way that was acceptable to God. Cain's approach was not doing right that way, and therefore he was rejected. Cain did not do what was right. He did not approach and worship God as he should. So what do you think the result's going to be? It's going to be rejected. You see, God calls this sin. When we fail to approach and worship God as he dictates, it is sin. And the picture of sin painted by the Hebrew is graphic. Sin is like a wild beast crouching at the door of a a, a person's home ready to jump on the person and devour the person as soon as the person opens the door. And this is a particular sin the sin of false worship a false approach to God it is this particular sin that is so fierce and ferocious this is the first time the word sin Chadath is mentioned in the Bible it means to miss the mark just like an archer who misses the the mark of the target Cain missed the mark in his approach to God. He had approached and worshiped God, but his approach and worship missed God. Sin desires to have you. Sinful false worship, the sin of offering your own goodness and your own works, your own ceremony to God, the sin of personal goodness and personal righteousness wants to enslave you and devour you and possess you. In this particular sin, the sin of false worship, of a false approach to God will lead to more and more sin. It will devour you. It will lead you into more and more self-righteousness and self-sufficiency. But you have to master sin. You have to approach and worship God as he dictates. You have to approach God through sacrifice, through Jesus, dependent upon God for his presence and power to conquer and overcome sin. First Corinthians 10 and 13. There hath no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able, but will with the temptation also make a way to escape, that ye may be able to bear it. You see, when God is asking Cain these questions Cain is silent. No response is mentioned in the encounter. Apparently he never responded to God. He chose to continue in his sin of, first wo- or of false worship, approaching God the way he felt like approaching God. He rejected the sacrifice. John 14 and 6 says, Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father except by me. He also says this in John 14 and 9. Jesus saith unto him, Have I been so long time with you, and yet hast thou not known me, Philip? He that hath seen me hath seen the Father. And how sayest thou then, show us the Father? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me just leave you with this text from 1 John 5, 4 through 5. For whatsoever, and if you don't remember anything else I said today, I want you to meditate on this scripture because this is the conclusion of the whole matter. For whatsoever is born of God, overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Who is he that overcometh the world? But he that believeth that Jesus is the son of God. He that believeth Jesus is the son of God. This is your victory. This is how you overcome. This is how you live in the abundance of God. Hallelujah. If your life if you've got spiritual schizophrenia. If you have spiritual multiple personality disorder. You are in grave Danger. While you may have allowed man to accept you, you've caused God to reject you. And I know that that is hard for some people to take. It's hard to hear. God, God I can hear it already in the spirit. God, God, God would never. He would never reject. Me? He wouldn't reject that. That's not God. That's not the love of God. God doesn't reject people. God's not going to reject me. He loves me. Let me just ask my wife a simple question. And you can be 100% honest. Do I beat you? She said no, she's not mic'd. I just want everyone to know her answer was no. You love me, I treat you right. Does that love that you have for me now cause me or give me the ability to start beating you? to start treating you any old kind of way? And if I did that, would you receive that? She said, no. You see, you have to understand the language of a black woman. When they start doing all of this. That's like, that's like in texting, all caps. Like, why are you yelling at me? I just asked a question. You see, the benefit of our relationship is that I approach her properly. And because I approach her properly, I get to enjoy weekends like I've just enjoyed, where she celebrates rather than loathes being with me. And the Bible declares if man knows how to do good things, how much more? If man's not going to just let you walk all over them, why do you think God is going to let you do that? You're fooling yourself. Uh Even for some of us, the devil is like, look, God, I ain't got nothing to do with that. That's all him or all her. devil's like I'm bad enough to do bad by myself but you I ain't got nothing to do with that I ain't buying that. I know they blaming me but I ain't got nothing to do with that saints of God is so vitally important it's so vitally important for us to get this the coming of the Lord is so close It is so close. It is so close. You don't have time to do your own thing. The only time you have is to do it God's way. because as my wife put on Facebook the other day you better be concerned about your destination because all of y'all going to live forever in in case you you thought well I'm I'm not living forever Uh, I got some news for you all of you is going to live forever the question isn't whether you're going to live forever. The question is where you're going to live forever. Whether it be in the judgment of God or in the grace of God is up to you. If you keep approaching God based on you, you are going to live in his judgment.
5: Yes, sir. Yes,
0: sir. Yes, sir.
8: May not like it.
0: It may not be popular,
8: but it's the truth. Some of us are Golden Globe winners when it comes to acting like we're saved. (laughs) We got the Golden Globe. We got the Peabody Award. We got the, I mean, every award they got for acting, we got a whole shelf of them. But it will do nothing for you when the trump sounds and the voice of the archangel cries. And Jesus is in the air calling us home. Will you be received of God in the air? If you're not sure, you have an opportunity. Because we're still breathing. Yes. You have an opportunity right now to get your life right. right yes. You have an opportunity right now to, 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 to talk to God, to let God know. I, you know, I, 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 I thought, but I, I'm hearing what you said today.
5: Yes.
8: I, I'm hearing that I can't do it my way. I'm hearing that, 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 that you know, what I thought was right was wrong. And, and what you do is right. And I want to do it your way. You have an opportunity. You have an opportunity. God would that you would repent. Father, I'm sorry. I was misguided. I misguided myself. I'm not even going to blame nobody else. I misguided myself. But I hear you. Something clicked in me. I hear you. I believe in you. I want to approach you by you. Repent. Turn. Only 180. Don't be um, overzealous and hit 360 because you're in trouble. You ever around somebody that everything you say they have to Make it bigger. Uh, 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 I turned 180 degrees towards Jesus. I turned 360 degrees towards Jesus. Fool, you're walking in the wrong direction. How about I just turned 180 like you. And thanks be to God, we're both walking in the same direction. Jesus based upon what he has done for me. I can't do it myself. But Jesus did it. I believe in what he did. He's not on the cross so I'm not praying at the cross. He's not in the grave so I'm not praying in the grave. The angel said just like you saw him leave that you shall see him come back. That's why the Bible says look to the hills from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord. It didn't say look at the grave. My help ain't coming from the grave. It didn't say look at the cross. My help ain't coming from the cross. It said look to the hills. In other words, high places. Yes. Yes.
6: Yes. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
8: People of God. Keep Jesus at the center of your life. Base everything you do in him. Approach God through him. Uh Let him be the Lord and master of your life. In other words, I don't determine what I do. Jesus determines what I do. Because I've surrendered my will that his will be done in my life. I've laid down me so that he could rise up in me. I have decreased that he might increase in me. That I might be the expressed image of God in the earth. That I might be the conduit of his glory in the earth. Hallelujah. 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 Let's rest to our feet. Hallelujah. We thank the Lord for each and every one of you that have tuned in and we salute you and we say to you God be with you Father this c- congregation of people who have gathered together today to celebrate you to worship you let our worship be received as I, into thy nostrils as a sweet smelling savor inhaled not rejected. We recognize, Father, that in ourselves we can do and be nothing but through Jesus we are acceptable in thy sight. So we come to you, Father. We say, here we are. Use us as you see fit. Take us into the remainder of this week whatever time is left for humanity and the earth and let our lives be the catalyst for somebody else to believe. Working in through us, speak through us, embolden us to love others as you have loved us. Father, we thank you for your forgiveness, for the shedding of your blood, for our regeneration through Christ Jesus, for removing our sin and clothing us in the garment of righteousness. We thank you. We praise you. Father, there are some that are still standing at that decision point in their life. They're relying on this and that, these and those to help them live life. Father, draw them to you. And your word declares that If we would just lift you up you would draw all men unto yourself father help us in our homes lift you up help us in our workplace lift you up help us in our leisure time lift you up help us father in every opportunity Lift you up that you might draw all men unto you. That they might approach you through the sacrifice, through the death, the burial, and the resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you now. And we bless your name. We celebrate you. We glorify you. Hallelujah. 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 God bless you. Consider yourself dismissed. Go ahead, Lord
0: We want to take time to let you know that we at the body of GMFC would like to show our little appreciation. uh, The time was quick of of planning and putting things together, but we wanted to honor you today with a token of appreciation and a lot of love that was thought into it and present you with this card. a blessing. God bless you. Love you bless you bless you hallelujah. we love you hallelujah
3: you might want to sit on down for a second just just a quick second oh Hallelujah.
0: Hallelujah.
3: It's, okay well we have a special presentation right now and since she wants you to stand there but i'm saying yeah it's gonna be a minute that's all that's why <laughs> just yeah just let him sit down real quick Bless God. We just want to thank you for who you are. Who you, you allow God to be over us. So, this is our way to give back. Not just, you know, the gifts that we send here and we do because we love our church like that, but we love you wholeheartedly. Um, this part of it is from Sister Amy. My part is in there, but this part of it, I'm just speaking for her. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so just real quick, special just for Bishop. Oh man. Forgive me. no no <laughs> no I don't
5: know that
3: I'm just a side winder, so I'm going to stay on the side because it ain't about me. <laughs> children and their children may his presence go before you and behind you and beside you all around you he is with you he is with you he is with you in the morning in the evening when you're coming when you're going here Jesus. Woo. Wow. <laughs> Woo. I felt that.